0: Quick note for this particular episode, at the end of the talk that Antonio Theodore Smith, so my dad does, you're actually going to hear the feedback that Diana talks about at the beginning of the episode. You're going to hear all the feedback from the Morning Network and everyone crying and stuff like that concerning this podcast. It will be at the end of the episode approximately somewhere around the 15 minute and 15 second mark. you hear all the feedback right there.
1: This is a free call from Antonio An inmate at Terrell units. This call is being recorded and is subject to monitoring. To accept this free call,
0: press one. What you listen to is the work that I've decided to do with my dad, Antonio Sr., and sometimes you'll hear me as called Tony because we're trying to differentiate the two of us And the family. They call my dad Anthony, and they call me Tony. But nevertheless, these are real prisoners in CT Terror Unit in Rochelle, Texas. Plus, on my side of things, there are the Assembly of Wanderers. So both of our ministries, my dad' ministry, and then my government. I'm no longer... I'm a pastor of a church I've passed it 11 years Now i created a government And so I don't have to have a separation Between church and state Because I want to do I want to reach the inmates So the different things I want to do So forget me talking Real people Real theology Real questions Real pain This is possibly one of the greatest things I've ever been a part of Because God's in it here we go. That's
1: what you said about what you learned in the basement of what you picked up on what Tony shared. So I'm gonna show something that you do
2: No, it was it was absolutely amazing. So we played the first 23 minutes for everyone um, in the morning call, and when I tell you the. Feedback was absolutely amazing. There were several people who said that that podcast inspired them because it had been on their hearts to do something and okay. be it in the prison ministry or just to help those period who deal with trauma Not or enough. going through things. And okay. they've had so, so he's so he right yes sir go ahead
1: i'm listening
2: and they listened to it and a lot of them said man this really changed me for a lot of them it inspired them and then for some um like i was saying they had they had something put on them to do and they just never moved forward out of fear you know we all we all miss things out of fear We, we fear is gonna fail fear is not gonna work fear somebody's gonna say something but the part, the 23 minutes of the 58 minute episode that they listened to, there was an outpouring. They were um, one gentleman. He actually did prison ministry, and um, he and he used to do prison ministry uh, up at up at your unit. I think he said, um, Ant- Antoine, and he was telling he was telling us how you know now. He he told everyone how how everything's getting wired for the internet and how you're gonna have your own tablet. And he was like, this he's gonna see what he can do to really push, you know, certain podcasts and certain teachings for you guys because of what what he's been he's been in prison ministry. He's in, you know he's been one on one with you guys and so his thing was now he knows this he's really gonna push push even harder now because he's been I think he said he's been doing prison ministry for like 25 years so so with him he's going to move forward and push and then there were there was two people uh, I call her A. Shelley. it was A. Shelley and another gentleman they they were talking because uh, if I remember correctly Miss A. Shelley, she is focused on helping people with with that's dealt with trauma and things like that And one of the things I told them after the podcast was over, I said, I want everyone here to understand something. I said they are just like us. They they the only difference is they were judged externally and that's why they 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 are where they are. But they're not the only ones in prison. We are in our own prisons because our internal judgment locks us up on a regular basis. And and I was telling them, I was like, they deal with trauma just like we do. You know, they're going through things just like we do. And I, and, and I mean, when Antonio was telling them about the trees and how that's, it's energy that's there, we just don't pay attention to it. I was letting them know, your po- I told them, every person on here who has a podcast, you are going to change a life. I was like, "Look at what this podcast is doing already." I even told all of them, just based on what you heard from this podcast, what are you going to do now moving forward to to make sure that you are walking in your walking in your in your vision and your mission. I I, I even said on there because Antonio pointed it out, and I even reiterated it, reiterated it to them. I was like, "If y'all heard, Mr. Antonio." the gentleman I said well I call him Flacco but <laughs> but the gentleman the gentleman who uh said he wanted to be more like Mr. Antonio and he wanted to he always you know he's all Mr. Antonio is always happy and he always has a smile on his face I was like he's been and he said he's been incarcerated for 20 21 and a half calendar years I was like how many of you have been out here for twenty one a cal- twenty one and a half calendar years and and have and, and haven't been and haven't felt joy or peace or smile. Mm-hmm. You
1: mm-hmm. know.
2: And 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 exactly. And, and we you. all do it. And I told him, I said, every last one of us are prisoners. Every last one of us have been through what these inmates are going through the difference is they were externally judged but we are all the same we all have traumas we all have pain we all go through things i said they're no different from us and when i tell you this the part it there were so many people on the call that were just saying how you know it really it really inspired them and now they they are inspired to go move and do what they were supposed to do they're now inspired to go start those businesses that they were going to start they're now inspired to start their podcast you know because they now see okay yes it, it, we can change lives and, and,
1: and they see it they heard it those hands.
2: Exactly. Oh, and that's what I told that thank you, Dad. Thank you so much for saying that you you helped me come back to something. I told them I was like, If you have a podcast, I said, These men are getting on here and they're authentically pouring themselves out. We're getting the raw them, not the sugar coated. We're not you know, we're not getting any of that. I said, So when you do your podcast be that. Be that yeah. authentic. Pour out yourself yes. because that's the only way you're going to help anybody is just by being honest and being truly authentic. Dan, yes, sir. You are operating
1: you. Stay you stay operating. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> and I mean you, you as you told me you're on part. <laughs> come on I'm I'm serious I mean you are hitting all the right responses and making them you're doing I think you that's why that's why Tony relies on you so much You, you, you 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 making them see everything that this is about making them Think in and look inside. So, amen. Thank you. Thank
3: you. Uh, You
1: are our advocate. No, (laughs)
2: honestly, honestly, Dad, I thank you. Because Mm -hmm. if you weren't so much of the soldier, as one of the ladies um, said all of us were, if you weren't the soldier you are in doing what you do, I wouldn't, you, I'm trying to see how, I put you, you force, you pull out of those around you. If you weren't who you were, it wouldn't, we wouldn't, there wouldn't be a podcast. And you wouldn't be able to say what you
1: were saying on our behalf. I understand what you're trying to say.
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I,
1: I understand. Because I understand. Because
2: I, I'm not. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was like, you know, I I've known people that have gone into into jail. You know, I've I've I had a friend who used to be. Um, he was in there for five years. I don't even remember where he was, and this was back in like 2000, like six or seven. And I used to write him, but it never dawned on me what he was going through I just knew he was probably in there by himself so me writing him help but to actually you humanize everyone inside you because like you like like you said you know we go by the we go by the what's it called um we, we go by what we see on TV we out of sight out of mind. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, we automatically assume if you're in prison, you did something horrible. Well, you could have just yeah. literally made a simple mistake. Like like I said, you know, I was I was selling drugs. You know, I was doing something I shouldn't have been doing. You, you
1: used the key word, be humanized. They, 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 they think we're animals. They, they, they think we have no passion, no understanding No concern. Total disregard.
2: And you just made
1: a mistake.
2: Or was in the wrong place at the wrong time.
1: Amen. 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 So so that's great. That is so, so, so wonderful. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, unless it's just a, a spontaneous, um, Necessary, but I just got to be I, I, I want to, I'm going to do this most in because I want to make sure we go through you because you've got a lot of insight and a lot of input that when you hear what they're saying, Rob, and firsthand, you will be able to add on to the podcast
2: fresh and genuine as it's going through. So I'm going to make sure that, that most of the time. We go you. Yes, sir. What I'll do is I I will be prepared every time you call on Saturdays, I'll be prepared my recorder up and ready to roll. So as far as as far as I'm putting in my head that, every Saturday we recording. Uh, uh, unless okay. you say differently. Okay,
1: okay, okay, and that's what it be in the morning when y'all coming to visit me. If
2: we don't do a Saturday, we'll do a Sunday. We'll do it on the weekend, you know, uh, to, to, to catch you. And, and if we wind up doing it on a weekday, uh, make sure it's after 10 o'clock. Cool. And if it's... Oh, yeah. And Antonio, maybe you're around listening to Okay, cool. Yeah, that'll work. That is perfect. And, yeah, yeah, and then on those
1: Tuesdays.
2: Tuesdays, if you if you call me during the week, I know it'll be on a Tuesday or Wednesday, because those are your off days. Right, right, right. And, 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 I, and here's the good thing.
1: I can, we, we, we can schedule
2: in advance. I, I can call y'all in advance and say, okay, so it's, so it's ready. Uh, what's a good day, you know,
1: according to y'all's schedule,
4: you know, because
1: I know y'all have so much, so much. School. So that, that's the blessing. Uh, we, 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 flexible, stuff to rich in here. <laughs> yes, <know>. sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, 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 we, 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 we matter of fact, we, we've got more, overtime and, and more liberty, even though uh, we've got a few obligations, so, so it's gonna, it's gonna work out fine. Well, I'm, I'm excited that, that he, he's already prepping that thing, and, and, and <laughs> <laughs> and has already presented it to his to to that group of people
2: and uh who knows um I think y'all might might want me to say something on the more y'all come let call you know what let me let, let me tell let me tell Tony what you just said I guarantee you go gonna call one morning you gonna be live on the call <laughs> <laughs> you have one minute left <laughs> when
1: well, you heard the lady yeah you heard our our best enemy <laughs> our interrupter our interrupter yes yeah our uh, most certain interrupter <laughs> Every <Yes>. time. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh what time do
2: you leave it out uh i'll be driving i'll be leaving at one to go pick to go pick up don
1: Okay, okay, I will probably call you back one more time before that, probably after we go to lunch. I'll call you back and maybe we'll punch Tony in, and then if I'm not so busy, I might call and ride with you for a while.
2: Okay, that'll
1: work. Uh Okay, okay, so somebody got the phone after me, but I'm definitely gonna call you before 1. You leave out the right around 1? Yeah, right around 1. Okay, well, I'm definitely gonna try to get a call in before then. So
5: we can share 25 like, Thank we love. you for you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Love,
5: you. love you, love you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. wow. That was awesome. 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 Fantastic.
6: Yes, yes. Awesome.
7: All right, all right.
8: Uh, Diana, did you have anything? Yes, yes. I uh, Thank you
9: all for um, I'm about to I am on the phone so I can't see anybody, so I'm just, I'm about to make this interactive. So when I if y'all can unmute and respond, I would absolutely love that. There is so much the first twenty three minutes of this episode that affects all of us. But the first thing I wanna point out everybody has a podcast, the authenticity that you bring to yourself will be the authenticity that comes out on your podcast. So all of you who have podcasts as many businesses, for those to be pros, for those to be as effective as you desire them to be, you're going to have to be authentic are pouring out themselves. They're not sugarcoating anything. They're not holding back anything. They are giving all of themselves. So for each and every one of you who have a podcast, do that very thing. That very thing. Because your podcast is going to save somebody's life. You may not never
10: know whose lives you changed. But you're changing lives.
3: For those of you
10: who have podcasts, you can to your mic and just say me. Me. I have a podcast. Me. I couldn't, I couldn't catch
3: all of what you were saying. Me. Me. Me too. <laughs>
9: <laughs> all right. So I'm going to call a uh, the people, the inmates at Terrell, and all of the users in any prison system in any city in any state, they are just like. They are broken, just like you. They have suffered trauma, just like you. The only difference between them and us is the state that they made, they got external judgment for While dealing with their own internal judgment for we deal with our own internal judgment out of fear of the external. go so at your podcast like your life depends on it somebody
4: somebody's life depends on Diana can I pause? say something
9: please do
4: please do um you know the lord pressed on my heart several months ago and it said he said how many people are hurting because you don't want to display your gifts you don't want to uh use your talents There are people that are hurting because we're not, we, we are scared. We're operating in fear instead of faith. And, and so we have to deploy that. We have to get it out there. We have not to be afraid of that podcast of that book that we need to write. Whatever we need to do, we need to, uh, God, there's people hurting and they are needing to hear what God has placed on the inside of us. Um, the second thing that I wanted to say, you know, I've been involved in prison ministry for 26 years. So, um, that I think that speaks for itself, uh, and, uh, volunteer chaplain assistant and, um, going in on a weekly basis. But I was saying that I, uh, in the unit that I go into and I'm the chaplain, assistant chaplain, um. They're they're installing Internet inside yes. the dorms. Yes. And they, are, they, and they, they will, will be, be able. They, huh? Oh, no, I was
9: saying, and they're getting their own iPad. Yes,
4: iPads. they will be getting their. Yes, they're going to be getting tablets, and they'll be able to listen to podcasts and things of that nature. And so um, this is the timing is perfect for this. I was thinking about, you know, how to get into it. I do have, uh, I know some chaplains um, that run units. And so um, I'm gonna be tapping into some of my resources to make sure that our podcast that, you know, ministers to the men and women um, get on their access list. So I'll, I'll be doing that.
3: that Thanks for
4: letting me
9: Thank you for sharing. Thank you very much for sharing. And I want everyone to know, please know that Mr. Antonio has requested a list from us, a podcast that you should listen to. And guess what recommendations I'm going to send him Every last one of your podcasts. Because every last one of those inmates are, are in a position now. God has positioned them to where they will sit and listen, because they are just like us. They are broken, just like us. They're traumatized, just like us. They go through situations just like us. Their response to their situations are their response to their situations got them in there. Our our situations have us not only hurting ourselves, but hurting the people around us. So your podcasts are not your podcasts are more important than you think they are. So don't operate out of fear. Operate just like you said, operate in your gifts. Operate in your mission. Be about your father and not about your fear. And I'm speaking from personal experience. I'm never going to say something that I haven't been through, going through, or worked through, or walking through at this moment. When you operate out of your fears, you end up in situations where you are a prisoner. Each one of us are prisoners in our, in our own way. We just don't have a cubicle that we have to go to every day. We don't have to worry about somebody coming in and counting and making sure we're all there. We don't have to worry about if someone's going to visit us. We don't have to worry about if someone's going to call us or write us. We don't have, that's not our prison. But our prisons, our prisons are our thoughts. Our prisons are our fears. So the first thing that I wanted to express before we moved into anything else was if you have a podcast, there's a reason. It, it has been put on your heart to do something. There is a reason. Because it is needed. You are needed. Jerome, you are needed. Antoine, you are needed. Josephus, you are needed. Amanda, you are needed. Dr. Trav, you are needed. Miss Sandra, you are needed. Miss Adrian. you are needed. So, do your podcast un, uninhibited. Do your podcast with, with or without makeup. Do your podcast. Do it because it's going to change the life. Now, my next question is how many of you have dealt with the same situation? There's the gentleman, Michael, or I think his name was, Mr. Antonio Flaco? Who are dealing? Who are who out of all y'all is dealing with the same situation that he's dealing with? Now you don't you don't have to admit. Yeah, I
7: thought about. Unless you want to, you don't have to make Yeah, I thought about this. guy, like, yeah, I thought about this. Yeah, like, you don't have to
9: admit that. But if you are going through the same thing he is going through, that message was for you. All the above, Pinky.
8: There you go. And that. Then- admit- um, go ahead. I just want to tell you, um, whenever you get to a stopping point, Arshia has her hand up. I know you're driving, so you're over the phone mm-hmm. and you can't see. Oh, go
9: ahead. Arshia,
8: go ahead. Liana, I can hear the passion in your voice. And this is confirmation because I had talked to Ms. Um, Shelley yesterday. A simple phone call just to ask her about her workbook. And she said, you know, Arshia, because I asked her. I said, Miss Shelley, what is your vision? And she said, My vision? Whoa. And I said, Miss Shelley, if I don't know your vision, I don't know the weight. I don't know how to carry this work. And there's more things going to come out of this workbook than this workbook. I'm not going to get into detail what we talked about, but she shared some things with me. And and like I said, me and Miss even though she's seasoned, she's more. Uh, Experience than I, but we had the same path when it comes to the, the trauma, the healthcare field where we was working in. So now that I know her vision, I know how to take her and pull some things out of her. And one of the things she talked about the men in the prison and the, the trauma and what they needed, And I said, that's the same thing I'm going to do to my women as well. And then when I heard this podcast, it was confirmation because. We have work to do, and it, the simple fact of you just participating, it will help pull some things out of you that you didn't even know that was in you. And when I spoke to her, if she willing to speak, she can. But when I spoke to Miss Shelley yesterday, God was in the room, and she, you know, was allowing herself to come out and pull herself out. She said, I ain't never confessed this to, to nobody for you. I said, but guess what? God was waiting for me to come in your atmosphere to pull those things out of me. So now that you told me your vision, I'm not going to let you die and uh, sit on that vision no more because that, one of those, those visions are my babies. And I've been in health, on the health field. I've been in the room praying for the, the, the nurse practitioners, praying for the doctors. They're supposed to be doctors, praying for the investigators, they got a, a room in the, in the, a patient room in the, in the hospital. I said, but that season was gone, but it took me, I said, it takes a special, a special person to pull up something out of you. And for me to go inside of there, I had to be a spiritual, I had to pray over myself before going in those rooms because there was so many spirits going in and out with the substance abuse, with the, the kids, and with the, People with the, wanted to kill their husbands and wives and, and want to elope and run. It was so much but I said because God carried me while I was in there. So now that I know her vision, now that I heard this podcast, I have work to do. I'm inspired, and I'm looking forward um putting out more um, podcasts on my end, but I'm looking forward to helping the people. It's not even about Than workbooks to me, it's about accomplishing your goal. So if she's free to talk, she can. But um, this is amazing because I have work to do. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for your transparency
9: and thank you for thank you for your revelation because that's something. Look, I was dealing with something. Y'all can y'all can ask Grace, I say, so say this morning, it's just not flowing. It wasn't that the morning wasn't flowing, it's that I wasn't flowing. You're not flowing, you are out of your gifts. Nothing all the as Antonio said in the podcast, all that other energy around you, you paying attention to it. Not paying attention to what you're meant to do. The opposite will always come. So you guys are gonna start your podcast. To start your mission. You're going to do all of that. Then guess what's going to happen? Something's going to hit you, and it's going to be energy that you shouldn't even pay attention to. But because your trauma brain, like you said, those, those, that great, I'm sorry, if you can take over for me, great, open it up. Antonio's actually, oh, that's not the, Okay, what? Focus on, focus on the energy that you don't need to focus on. Not going to be about your your father's work. You're not going to be on your mission. It's gonna throw you completely off. I am so inspired by all of so many levels. I've seen the things that y'all have gone through. I've heard some of the things that y'all have gone through before getting here while being here and you move. Going forward for breaking yourself out of your prison, for walking into your freedom and your abundance and your prosperity. It is not easy, but y'all got it. Y'all got this. You already, it's already done. Already done. So I'm gonna open up the floor to you guys and just y'all free talk about. Free talk about your podcast. Free talk about what this podcast opens up for you. What revelations did you have? How are you moving forward? Then find an accountability partner. Find somebody who, when you have in those bad days, you can call. And is that person inside. You are hear black woman, but always happy. And there's 21 and a half as he said calendar years. And we have been free for 21 and a half calendar years. Has more peace and joy and prosperity and is saving more lives than any of us. I Walking in his dreams, walking in his walking in his vision. So I'm going to open it up to all of you. What can you now do after hearing that podcast? What can you now do to make sure that your micro business and your podcast, your business is period. thrive and change lives just like
4: All right, Antoine has his hand up. Go ahead, Ed, oh, uh, Antoine. Uh, yes, um, I just wanted to share. So um, a lot of you all may not know, but we have a meeting that's called the BOSS meeting. And um, we, we were meeting at the same time that ATS was meeting. Um, but after seeing Antonio, meeting Antonio, and hearing what he had going on, I brought my meeting over into this meeting, but we still meet and we meet like 30 minutes before prior to this meeting. And um, we are reading a, the, a book called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by uh, Joseph Murphy. And it's uh, we were just talking about this this morning, as Shelley put in the comments that you know we want to make an impact and i i told our group um i said as we read this book we want to implement the things that we read we want to start changing because there's generations that we have to we have to touch we we've been called to touch and it's not about us uh just us anymore it's and i was telling them that you know i have a vision to um, create a university in the metaverse where people can go into a room and they can get positive uh, affirmations and positive things spoken over their lives. And uh, we were talking about a room where if you're having a bad day, you can go into this room and you can, you can soak and, and, and meditate on, on the good things and, and hear good things spoken over your life. And so we were just talking about it. And I want to share something that I wrote last night. Let me pull it up real quick. And uh, it's one of the declarations and I want to start it off in the metaverse and, and get people coming into the room and saying things like this. It says, I create and attract millionaires and billionaires. They love my vision and are eager to be a part of it. I attract people who are willing to invest in me. They are willing to work with me and for me to bring it to pass. From today onward, my memory is improving in every way. I will always remember whatever I need to know at every moment of time and point of space. The impressions I receive will be clear and definite. I will retain them automatically and easily. Whatever I want to recall will immediately present itself in the correct form in my mind. I am improving rapidly every day. Very soon my memory will be better than it has ever been. I am a powerful anointed teacher and speaker and I move and flow in the Holy Ghost. My gifts of the spirit are growing and I flow naturally in them. When I speak, I command attention and I speak penetrating words. People are drawn to me who are willing to bless me for my gifts and talents and learn from me. I mentor and coach millions of people through my books, programs, masterminds, university, blockchain, technology and etc. I'm invited to speak all over the world. I'm attracting to me daily those who are willing to assist me in obtaining my vision to create an ecosystem that will shift the mindsets of generations through blockchain technology, which will bring me billions of dollars. I walk in abundance and lack nothing. I am in control of my life and environment. I own 100% of my time. I walk and live at a high energy level, and I'm constantly increasing my energy. I attract success, and I create success in everything I get involved. I walk and live in perfect harmony and health. I am wealthy in every area of my life. I attract mentors, which will aid me in my advancement. I become more valuable each. And every day, because I am growing in the favor of the Most High God, and that's my share.
3: Amen.
9: And I'm willing
3: ever to ever share rich? that with y'all.
9: Thank you. Thank you so much. If
4: y'all have ever read, you can grow rich. That sounds
9: like your yours living and wealth statement because you you're you're making the
5: claim about your life and your wealth so i call it a living book the living and wealth statement that was amazing thank you so much for hearing that thank yes, you it was. Hmm. may i just piggyback on that please go ahead yes. Michelle. just really briefly so um as antoine said we did we were having that discussion this exact discussion prior to the call. And adding to him mentioning bringing it um, the university into the metaverse as we were discussing the opportunities that would be um, allotted or available for the prisoners to be able to interact or speak. I think we I was speaking of post-incarcerated, but this just opened up a whole nother, to hear this podcast just really have just really touched me but he what we were mentioning that it in being in the metaverse it would provide a level of confidentiality and in in real life or real life podcasts even though these gentlemen were open and honest you know um transparent a lot of men may not be as transparent and we did mention the fact that not only what they've gone through to cause them to become incarcerated, but like they, um, I think that was Daddy Smith that mentioned the things that are also taking place behind the bars while they're incarcerated, that they may not talk about when they may be released, come back home to their wives or their significant others or to the, the, the boys or their family, not able to adjust holding that inside and not being able to talk about it because they were conditioned not to let anyone see you sweat. Men can't cry, you know, suck it up and move on. And it goes back to the trauma and recovery The men suffering in silence, being able to have that platform, such as the podcast that we heard, to be able to open up and share their story freely without any condemnation or judgment. It it would be the healing that they would need in that mindset change to be able to start that mindset change to be able to move forward. And to bring it into the metaverse, I feel would be an awesome platform to give them that security, that confidence, where they're able to be more vulnerable
9: and share. Amen. No, that's
8: that's
2: amazing. Thank you, Michelle. That that would be absolutely amazing, especially now that they're going to have access to certain things via the internet because they're 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 going to certain units have their own tablets and internet now. Of course, they're going to monitor them, but to be able to do that would save so many lives, and then while
9: you were talking to and after Anton uh, in it, that came to me like what about these are grown men and there are women too, that are incarcerated for so many years, but what about the kids? What about the kids, the, the young boys and girls who are incarcerated? These are men hey,
6: Yes sir. You know, speaking about the young ones that are incarcerated. Um <laughs> I worked with them for 7 years. Um there you go. I had not planned to share what I'm about to share with you guys on this call. But as I listened to Antonio and his father, as I listened to Antoine, as I listened to Ashia, Ashia you something else girl, okay? <laughs> I knew, and listening to you, Deanna, I said, Jerome, you need to share with this group what happened to me yesterday. And I guess I want to preface it with this because Deanna spoke on it about those of us who have podcasts. And what I want to say is, you should pay attention to your surroundings because you will get, I believe, a plethora of topics. In situations that will that will fit your podcast, if you are just paying attention, and yesterday blew my socks off because I had a I had, was with you guys. I went to a meeting and talked to a young man, and I'm gonna bring some of that back to ATS. It's gonna be out of this world. Um, I came home, and my podcast is you know being Uncle Jerome and things of that in, in nature. And I'm talking to my niece on the phone. And we were having this wonderful conversation and her daughter walks into the room. And everything just went crazy. And I'm listening to her talk to her daughter and I'm listening to her daughter talk to her and I'm losing it. Right. And um, she said, Joe, my got I got to go. I said, no problem. So we got off the phone, I go eat. She, I, she calls me back. And here the two of them had it again. And I said, is she listening to me? She said, Yeah, I'm doing." I said, she 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 I said, give her the phone, give her the phone. And she, this girl was off the hook. She's smart, she's intelligent, top student, all this. And she was just poking her, poking her mother. And I and I wanted to get and I wanted a piece. And I said, I told her, I said, I gotta get off this phone. I got to get up this phone. I could not go to sleep last night until I wrote a poem. And I got to share this poem because it goes back with the man who was on the call with Antonio earlier. And it's called, Who's Listening? And it says, inspired by Sierra Red and her daughter, Corinne, We call her Moo Moo, okay? And it goes like this. I got to share it with you guys. I hope that I'm very wrong and I don't get all up in my feelings. But someone who I care a lot about was out of control and not very appealing. This conversation went back and forth between a mother and her daughter. When I thought I, heard more, I, thought I had heard more than enough, it kept going on even further. The daughter boldly made her feelings known without hesitation or even fear. And when her mother repeatedly told her to close her mouth, she treated her as a peer. Something was definitely wrong, and the clear water was definitely muddy. The title mother had gone out the window, and now the two of them were just buddies. And now my heart is breaking as they continued back and forth. In this battle to be right and listen to, true civility had headed north. I sorely wanted to jump in so that each party could take a pause. But even my feeble attempts were drowned out as each were fighting for their cause. I have to admit that my heart was breaking and then I had to get off the phone. I thought about all those years my niece had no father and had to make it on her own. She refuses to raise her children without a voice. They will receive the better and not the worse. She has witnessed good, the good, the bad, and the ugly. She's determined to break that generational curse. Her daughter did cross the line. It was disrespectful and even posed a danger. What mothers, what mother, what mothers pass on to your adulthood, you just can't get from any stranger. I hope her daughter calms down enough so that she can see the important thing that she is missing. Moms can really make you mad at times, but when others fail you, she seems to be the only one who's listening. The daughter this morning wrote her a text and apologized and blah, 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 blah. And she sent it to me, my, my niece did, and I said to her, you didn't get my poem last night, did you? And she said, no, Uncle Jerome, I didn't even check. I say, go read it and she read it. And and I said, it wasn't for you to get it last night. You and your daughter had to go through what you had to go through and boom, boom, boom. And that's an episode for my podcast. And I went, so I wasn't going to share it because it was for the podcast, but this all ties in together in reference to paying attention so that we can be productive and so that we can make a difference. So.
2: That's what I wanted to share, <laughs> no, thank you for sharing. Awesome. yes, yeah. thank you very much for sharing yeah, Thank that's you
3: great, yeah, like you said, it all ties in to yes, Brenda. yes,
2: it all it all ties in. Thank you, Jerome, because it took me a while to get to this point. But everything that happens to you is not for you. It sucks because you got to go through it. (laughs) But Miss Janice, everything that happened to you, it wasn't for you.
3: It It was for you to be able. We always say God never put
2: more on us than we can bear. But do we actually believe it? Everything that we've gone through was because we could bear it so we could walk someone else through it with love. Because you can't help anybody if you hadn't walked a mile in their shoes. You can't help, you can sympathize with someone, but you can't empathize with anybody if you haven't gone through it. I was um, I I was I clicked over to talk to Antonio. And this morning, he actually had to go to the Ellington Field Air Base
3: down here for his mom. He, and he left, his, he left the house at 6.30. That's early, y'all. I'm sorry, that's so early. <laughs> but he, left, he left the house at
2: 6.30. Because he needed to get something changed in his mother's record. And he was updating me every step of the way. And he ran into some trouble. He ran into people who didn't have sympathy, nor did they have empathy. They were just doing a job. Just to come across somebody who actually empathized with him because they have, they're going through the exact same thing with their 50, 55-year-old mother. So the things that, he, that no one else would let him do because somebody else was walking a mile in his shoes They were able to understand what he was going through and help him get to a solution. Because of that gentleman, everything worked out to a point where he could use his face. Antonio can use his face and his fingerprint to access whatever he needs to access for his mother. You can't, what you go through
3: is not for you. It sucks to do it, but it's not for you. I sat there and I watched my mom take care of my grandmother
2: while she was sick, while she had cancer, while she was losing weight, while she was barely eating to a point where she needed a feeding tube. So I can sit here and be here for Grace while she takes care of her grandmother, while she watches her grandmother, while she feeds her grandmother. And I can sympathize with her having to watch this process. I can't sympathize with the time she's had with her grandmother, but I am grateful for the time that she's had with her grandmother because my grandmother passed away at 53. Grace has had twice that time with hers. So I can sympathize with what she's going through. I can call her and joke with her because I know sometimes you just need a laugh. Sometimes you just need somebody to sit on the phone and BS with you just to, to take your mind off of it just for a second. Ms. Janice, you've been through some things that nobody else can possibly even a dr- dream about going through. But the one thing those inmates have proven to
3: us is that nobody is alone. Everybody is suffering. But everybody thinks they're alone. So, Ms. Janice, what you went through, it wasn't for you. It was for
2: all of those beautiful, wonderful preachers, kids, deacons, kids, any kid that has grown up with their parent being a lay leader in a church that had to go through the judgment or going through the judgment, had to deal with watching their parents be one way with the congregation and another way at home, had to deal with, I don't know how to talk to my parents because. They're the preacher or they're the deacon or they're the pastor. I don't know how to talk to them. And I can't go to another adult in the church because my parent is the preacher or the deacon or the pastor. So anything I say to them is either going to spread through the entire church like a wildfire. Well, I'll never be able to show my face again, or I'm afraid my father or my mother may use it in the pulpit. Yeah. Miss Janice, you're their voice now because you've been
1: there, you've done that.
2: <laughs> You've buried your own children. And now you can tell them, hey, look, I get it. I understand. But let me tell you something. There's a, the greatest thing my mother could have ever done for me was to tell me, you don't have to worship where I'm at. I just, I just want you in a place worshiping. That was the greatest thing my mother ever told me when it came to my spiritual path. Because I felt I had to be wherever she was. I had to do everything she did. And when she said that, she basically told me, no, you good. As long as you in a church, you don't have to be in my church. Jerome, there are children out there who don't have a father figure, who've never had a father figure, who every
3: day look at other people, other kids, be like man and hear them and hear them complain
2: they hear them complain about their parents and they don't have that parent and they sitting here looking at them like you dummy I don't even have one I wish I would have had a dad to pop me on the back of my butt and tell me stop doing it I wish I would have had a dad to teach me how to
3: cut the grass but see that's where uncle Jerome step in Don't get me wrong, ladies. We can birth and we can nurture boys. But we cannot raise them. And that's where the Uncle Jerome's and the Otises and the
2: Jamal's and the Antoine's come in. We just have to step back and let our little men be raised by men. And have the judgment to understand or have the, the not the judgment, but the, what's the word I'm looking for, Grace? The discernment to
3: know, okay, I don't need you no one in my child, but you, I'm going to need you to cling to him like white on rice. Miss Frida, we all grow up. I see you, Mr. Waller. Miss Frida, we all grow
2: up with trauma. Not knowing that we have been
3: traumatized. Miss Adonia, we all grow up wishing certain things from our parents. Miss Sandra, we all grow up in some type of abuse and have no freaking clue we're going through it. Keep going, Deanna. Keep going. You got me in tears. Keep going. Keep going. Oh my God. Only to push that on our kids
2: and on our significant, y'all, excuse me, I told you it's been a hell of a morning for me, okay? (laughs) Only to push that on our kids and push it on our significant others because we don't know. Each of your podcasts plants a seed. To the healing of somebody you don't even know. How many people have been healed by Les Brown? How many people have been healed by Lisa Nichols? How many people have been healed by
3: Oprah and
2: they don't even know? How many times have you done a keynote and you sat there and somebody just came to you and said, thank you
3: so much, you saved my life. That's the importance of you. Now, normally, there's about
2: 30-some-odd people on this call, and we're down to 19. And when I sat down and I turned on
3: my camera, you know what I told myself? I was like, hmm. So these are the 19 that needed to hear this this morning. Because I needed to hear it. Which means we are all the same. In some shape, form or fashion,
2: every last one of us is going through something those people and those men and women in the prisons are going through. But we think we are all alone and we are not. Mr. Walla, go ahead and after Tawala or she I saw you raise your hand too.
7: Um, you're so right, Deanna. Um, uh, can you hear me?
2: I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm at work. Uh, you're me. so right. Um,
7: I had to raise two boys. But like I told him, I can't teach you how to be a man, but I can only show you what a man's supposed to look like and what and how a woman will receive you as being a a man and how a man is supposed to raise their family. Cause I told him you gotta provide, you gotta protect, and you gotta profess your love for your family and yourself. And it's gonna be hard, you know, especially being a man of color in this community. But you know they loved, They had other examples. They had my uncles. You know they had my brother. They had, be it good or bad. They had uh, my cousins. And they some of them showed them what way not to be and which way to be. But you know, like I told them, the most thing that I could tell them, the best thing advice I could ever give them was don't don't lie to a woman because she knows when you're lying anyway. And <laughs> and so they would get mad. But I told them don't lie, don't lie to a woman, you know, tell the truth, because a woman will accept it, Uh, she might be angry, but she appreciates it better, you know, and then I told them to make sure you take care of your family, you know, if it, whatever you choose in life to be, and so it's hard on them, because, you know, uh, my son is 6'8", and he's real fair-skinned, and the police just pulled a gun on him, because they thought he was in the car, he was in the car with, um, his girlfriend is, of course, of a darker tone as a black woman, and so they put the gun on. Them. <laughs> <laughs> they thought my son was white,
5: <laughs> he had a so what? So, are you what, so
7: you're saying you're black? And he was like, You're damn right, I'm black. And then, then, then and he put me, of course, on speaker. I said, Yeah, he's black, and he's got his mother on the phone. And the man said, I said, but what does that got to do with why you put, why you got guns on them? You know, and so he took it, you know, my son has been dealing, he goes, he gets so many, for a black man, he deals with so much racism because of his height, being 6'8", and because of his color. But one thing he told me, you know what he told me, he said, mama, I'm so glad you raised me to be strong, because sometimes sometimes it hurts, you know, sometimes I get tired, I get tired of fighting, but, you know, that that's trauma, you know, that's trauma when you can't walk down your own street without people pulling guns on you, so that's an everyday occurrence for a lot of people, you know, the the life, and, and so it's amazing to me how I'm so proud of all these men, uh, uh, because they, I didn't realize the kind of stuff that they went through till I started raising me. And yes, I'm a black woman and I go through a lot, but you know, they go through a lot too, you know, so I, and I didn't realize that. And I don't care if they choose to be with white women, whatever they choose with, they still going to go through some kind of trauma, you know, and, and then it's hard to admit that you're supposed to be emotional. It's hard to admit that you had that. They teach us not to, they teach us if we cry, we're weak. And so, you know, like I say to all the men on this call and all the women on this call, I've learned a lot, you know, and I'm learning every day and I'm still raising a young man. And I just want to thank you all because you all are making me stronger. Because right now, sometimes I I just get so overwhelmed and I start laughing because I think, hell, half the people that's in this family itself goes through more than I've ever could imagine. And here I'm feeling sorry for myself. So I had to wake up sometimes. And then I see Tonio, and I see what he goes through and he has to still be strong. So then I'm thinking, hmm, yeah, I need to shut up and just deal with life and be thankful I'm alive to deal with it. So that's all I wanted to say. I just want to tell you, thank you, because um, that podcast was really powerful to me. And so um, that's kind of what I wanted to do uh, on that level, you know, just, you know, the nitty gritty, the real deal, you know, that to tell it you know all you see is negativity but there are
2: also some good things out there so I, I tell them I like that thank you you're very welcome I will definitely let him know again I'll definitely let him know I'm gonna I'm a tell you um, something Mr. Waller that I learned the hard way I understand what you just said because I do the same thing I look at what everybody else going through and I be like girl why are you tripping this this every time miss Sandra talk i'd be like girl if you don't shut up and suck it up because miss sandra been through some stuff and you tripping what you do is you invalidate your own emotions i learned this the hard way miss tawala because i heard what you said and i think i my th- i got in trouble when i got in trouble but my day flowed kind of crazy for that very reason
3: For that very reason. I'm going to be transparent with y'all. Y'all know I don't do this often. Not this type of transparency. I woke up overwhelmed. And Antonio was talking to
2: me. And instead of me communicating, feeling overwhelmed, I
3: snapped at him. Because I was overwhelmed. It had nothing to do with him but my
2: overwhelmness came from man i'm overwhelmed about this i'm overwhelmed about that i need to talk to antonio and let him know so he can help me but he but he has so much he's going through i don't want to put anything
3: extra on him only for me to put extra on him and after i broke down to him what happened? He's like, well, I can understand that. He said, we cool. In a matter of seconds. Because I
2: invalidated my overwhelmedness, I held that emotion in and it festered into something else and I took it out on the
3: closest person to me. Miss Twala, don't invalidate. Your emotions.
2: Acknowledge them, because as much as you love your son, as much as you love the little boys you are raising, you may snap on them, not even realizing it, and thinking they shouldn't have did this, they shouldn't have did that, and da 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 da. da. But in all actuality, that's the emotion that you didn't validate and give attention to, that's coming out on them. My son is seven and when I tell you I watched myself take out frustration on him for him to turn around and I saw the pain and the worry in my seven-year-old's face. So much so to the point and then I heard him say something softly, but I really didn't. That, 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 kind, that, 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 that one that kind of it, it pulls at you a different way because they genuinely did not. And I had to tell myself, you can't do that anymore. You're lashing out at him because you are mad at something or you're overwhelmed or you, and we do the same thing to our husbands, our wives. We do it to our kids.
3: The people closest to us is who gets it. So Ms. Tawala, I thank you so much
2: For everything you just said. And you are absolutely perfect. But I also want to tell you my big sister. Stop invalidating your
3: emotions. And acknowledge. So you can be even greater than you already are. And I'm grateful you're here. I'm grateful all of y'all are here. Because
2: it takes a lot to get up and get on a call at 8 a.m. I don't care what you're going through. You could you could be in depression, low self-esteem, low self-image, frustrated, overwhelmed, just got in a fight, and went to sleep with all that on you, wake
3: up the next day and still. And still show up. So I thank you, Ms. Tawala. I thank you so much. It is wonderful to see your lovely face.
2: Thank you so much. Go ahead, Arshia.
8: I'm glad you said that before I spoke because I was just thinking, Deanna, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. This is your soft spot, your sweet spot. And when you talk like that, it makes my soul happy. And I just want to share with you guys, y'all don't even know how deep I was into ministry like this. Um, because I said, even though I, I specialize in the women
10: but healing, having clarification
8: has no gender.
9: No, it doesn't. Remember that,
8: y'all. And I, I'm going to say fortunately, because I'm grateful. Fortunately, I got to experience all of those painful things at that early age from being a caregiver at eight years old, from, um. I said I was a parent to my parents. You know, my daddy in the home had to go and, that's why I know my substance abuse, had to go and find my daddy because he was doing DWI drinking while intoxicated and we couldn't find him because the car was smashed up and I had to go searching with my mother as a kid. No, I don't know about all that. Then when I was 25, signing out my biological daddy at 25, then didn't have to don't still don't know his age. <laughs> still don't know his age. When I met him, he was like, Are you mad? Are you sad? I said, daddy, I'm grown. I live my life. What y'all did and the choices that y'all made, that's on y'all. My job is to get to know you and who you are. But I know that if I had a king with a negative mindset, my daddy was sad. I said, Come on, smile, and he met me now. And our relationship was like spiritual because I get to know. Who my kid is before he passed, he's open age, you know? And me having a spiritual background enables me to maneuver through life. That's how I get to watch patterns and watch with things. But sometimes if you see me laughing, it's not that I'm laughing at you.
4: I'm laughing like
8: I have an old spirit, like, baby, I already been through that, you know? That's because of my grandmother raised me. So, and then working in group homes being an advocate for the, the men that was in those group homes with disabilities, working in mental health
9: hospitals,
8: then working in the working in the mental um the medical records. God put me in places because he knew I was equipped. Working being the youngest person in the ministry. Then having my own ministry, even though I don't call it ministry. So by us coming together as soldiers, I'm saying as soldiers, um to go into different areas, it's going to pack and it's going to spread like wildflower, wild, uh, fire because we are equipping them while pulling something out of us because sometimes you awaken some things that's inside of us that you thought you released already. Uh-huh. And for me, um, I'm excited because I get to do what God wants me to do but rapidly. Um, so if you see my head there, and I'm, I'm at work, and I'm like, I, I want to continue to tell you this again, Deanna. Please, 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 please don't go back. Stay in your sweet spot because when you talk like this, you pull me out of something. This morning, when I woke up, I was overwhelmed again, but I was like, our oh, shit don't be like that. So I put some meditation on because I said, I am needed. I'm needed, you know that's a million dollar company and we got the markup I'm needed you understand well, every garment I've touched is going to bless a soul going to bless a household every person I come in contact with every person you come in contact with is reuniting, and we're helping them remember what they're supposed to do because how was that person walking around like a zombie going around day to day life and have to have oh,
2: those
8: in your head. Because you was in prison in your own mind. But so when you got to, like I said, when I met my father when I was twenty-five, all those uh, confusion, everything was in alignment because I met my people. I met who I am. He's a business owner. We own cemeteries. And now I am needed. Everybody on this call, you are needed put that age aside, you are needed. So that's why, since I've been through all of this stuff, I said God put me in the grave, my shadow grave, because I was afraid to speak. I was a, had a speech impediment. I couldn't read. I couldn't write. But God, I'm a walking testimony. So when you wake up every single day and you think you don't have everything, you are needed. You are equipped. Guess what? That's why I'm so passionate about this writing stuff. Because it took me a while. If you need help writing, we gonna figure it out. If you need help spelling, we are gonna figure it out. Whatever you need, because it take, it takes some time. It takes some time to get all that stuff off of you. When okay. you get all that stuff off of you, you don't want it back on you no more. You don't want it to disturb your peace. So everything that you do, you are needing, you are equipped. And if you're not equipped, God dang it! I know a God that can get it to you equipped. I know a God that can activate you, okay? Because the heavenly realm is shaking because you are in existence. If you wasn't being on this call, being a square on this this um, Zoom, the world wouldn't wouldn't even be planted because you're not here. So just remember, you feel like you by
2: yourself, you are needed. Thank you. Thank you very
3: much, Arshia. Thank you for sharing with us too. Thank you. Ms. Sandra, the floor is yours. Morning. Um, So I wanted to say
10: a few things. One of the things I wanna say is that I'm grateful to be on this call today because of everything that's transpiring, To know that Antonio T. Smith Jr. thought enough of us to allow us to listen in and be a part of that transformational call to actually be able to be a witness of it's just so dynamic. It, it, it literally, literally was a lifeline call and nothing speaks value like being able to hear someone get a breakthrough of knowing that someone is there for you and someone hears your cry. One of the most important things about where I sit is being able to let my children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren, and all those that God allows me to come in contact with, to let them know that they are not alone and that it is not over. Abuse is such a tragic thing. And even in the place of being incarcerated, there is abuse. The same mindset develops because it's about being in bondage. It's about being in a place where you feel less than. It's about being in a place where you have to shut your mouth and do as someone else says. So to have that done today is just amazing. I'm so grateful. The experience was awesome. But I wanna also say of how I appreciate my position. When you said, when you asked um, who has a podcast and okay and you're asking about um, who had a place, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, you you Ms. I'm sorry, forgive me. But um, as far as being able to have your voice and your gift put out there for people to know and to hear what and where you are sitting to be able to help them, to throw them a lifeline is awesome. And I appreciate that because it helps us to think, well, it helped me to think about why I am sitting where I'm sitting. One of the conversations that me and God had um, years and years and years ago was that in my growing up and being who I was, which was the one that was always doing the protecting of my sisters, uh, my cousins when they were around, all of that. So, to be in a place where I'm able to know that I was being trained, to know that the scriptures come alive, and that is whatever the enemy means for your harm, God's gonna turn it around and make it for your good. So, if you don't think about What you've been through in a sense of pity party, um, because that's what happens. The pity party, the woe is me, it takes over you and it pulls you down to a why me. And then it pulls you further down to a I don't want to live. And then it pulls you further down. Instead of thinking on those things, meditate on the fact that you were, what do you call that word? You were fortified Mm. to go through these things in order to be able to uh, help someone else get through it that has not that fortification. A weak person or someone that is unable to even process what's going on with them or to them. They need your help. And I'm living this example because I've been put before you all. And it's, it's just amazing if we allow ourselves to think about the things that we have been through and look at it in a sense of why is this happening to me? For whom do I need to give this to? And what is it? that I need to get from this, and how am I to align this in a way that will help someone else? Because that's actually what's happening. It's like a watch. And all the things that God has taught me about crystals, I had never known that they had to be implemented into not only phones, computers, and and is so many other working things that have to be implemented into <laughs> a system that allows the crystals to actually be a conduit for those things to actually work on a on a what do you call on a smooth surface it's amazing and to know that not only these things are coming to help us to do what we need to do, but to know that we're full of the minerals that are in those crystals. We're full of the zinc and the, what do you call that? Magnesium and all those other things that are so important to live, they sustain us. When Antonio T. Smith Jr. said about the trees and, we going through it, even though, even though they are giving us life, they have a purpose other than just giving us life. Because to think about them being cut down to provide something else for someone else to be able to function, to live a life that has to be lived in order for them to get through where they have to get through to. It's just amazing. And everything connects us all one to another. So to know that our podcasts are being implemented in a life of other people's lives so that they will be able to get it together and know that they are a light. They are crystals. They are diamonds. They are Pieces of coal that have not been broken open yet to find mm. the importance in it. Because even in the process of having coal, it is a provision of heat, that that heat gives what the body needs. It, it It's amazing that when you look at the other side of what has happened to you, all of it is not for you. It is because you are fortified to help someone else to get through what they need to get through. If I remember right, it was Jacob that said that, you know, he, he, he needed God to fix his hip. Fix, fix it now, fix it. And God said, no, 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 my grace is sufficient to think about all of us who have gone through and who have been through trials, troubles, traumas and dramas, and still going through, to be able to look at it and know that his grace is sufficient and to understand that not only are we supposed to be learning from it, we are taking that, we are walking libraries, we are walking universities, we are walking and talking testimonies that give life. And that's what God said. And that's what we have to depend on. And that's what we have to remember. Knowing that the abuse that I suffered, one of the things that really tripped me out was that I would allow myself to be in such a predicament. But to know that God himself was working through it, to think about what he said about Job. Uh, 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 You you see my faithful servant? Have you you noticed him? What side do you sit on? Because when Job went through it, he didn't know. He wasn't in the conversation with, with God and Satan. But he did his due diligence to prove that he relied on the life and the word that God had given him, not what others were saying to him or about his God that he worshipped. So in knowing the other side of what this abuse had done to my life, when I came here, people were thinking that I was, what was me? No, it wasn't what was me. The joy of knowing that the truth was literally living in my life because he had already told me I was gonna meet a people he's bringing me. It's okay, I got you, just just watch, just watch, just watch (laughs) and then to see that thing unfold is amazing. But to know that the podcast, Mm -hmm. that all of us have the responsibility of speaking up and, and getting out is helping that side of that puzzle to come forth and shine. And although it seems like it may not be coming through, trust and believe what an awesome day it is when you complete your puzzle at whatever piece that you had, that last piece is put in place. What an awesome privilege it is to be able to shellack it and say, It shall not be moved, for I am finished. God said that He is the author and finisher of our faith. And each podcast is a puzzle piece of that very thing. Because each podcast, however minute in the minds of anyone, it speaks valuable to those who have no clue of what to do. Just like being here, living in a life where I knew what I am unable to do. Yet God said, I got you.
3: Mm.
10: I I got a window that you are going to be able to see clearly. Don't worry about your speaking. Don't worry about your sight. Don't worry about your hearing. Don't worry about any of that because I'm going to show you, do you trust me? Do you trust me? And each and every day we're being asked, do you trust me? Let me speak through you. Let me hear through you. Let me move through you. Let me pull in through you. So I'm, this is so awesome. Thank you, thank you.
2: Thank you, Miss Sandra. Thank you so much for sharing. Now, Miss Sandra, I want to let you know. Um, Miss Janice put in the chat, she said, It's so very nice for me to see you for the first time. Thank you. I just want to, to share that with you, Miss Sandra. <laughs> I, I want to bow
10: to that. Thank you. You're quite yeah. welcome.
2: See, Miss Janice, when Miss Sandra first got here, she we couldn't get her to turn her camera on for nothing we couldn't get her and now
3: <laughs>
2: now when she turned on the camera we would be like come on Miss Angel we gonna have a good one today
7: <laughs> it was good to see her for real the first time seeing her face so yeah it was great
3: Miss Shelley. <laughs>
10: alright now alright now and I say to you Miss Queen Jenny. You continue to move forward, and I want you to understand that the podcast that you are creating is for you just as much as it is for the people that you are saving. For God never lies. He never lies. It is us, the people, that think that we are above and that think that we could do without And to think that we can go about our life not mentioning him and not pulling him into where he belongs. When he said, draw close to me so that I would draw close to you. And even though those threads that have been attached to you feel as though they were attached to you to pull you apart. They were actually attached to you to cocoon you into the awesomeness that God is going to create. You will witness the unbirthing of that which he has fortified you for. No weapon. None. This is what he said. There is no weapon that has been put here on earth that is able to destroy you does be your seat. You sit on a throne because he placed you there. And you look out and you see the, the table being set before you. For great is your name and he shall do to you what he has done to his son. He will glorify you that he be glorified. For you magnify him within your heart. For the enemy wanted you to separate yourself from him. So that you will not get this great privilege and blessing. Oh, but God, he is in your heart and he is in your mind. He is in your every being. And you know it and you feel it as you get up in the morning and your feet touch the floor. You thank him and you wake up with a praise in your heart only toward him that no one is able to take away. You stay there and remember that you have have been raised to say, not here, not here will you say, serve me. For I serve the one that is there for me and has heard me when no one else heard me. I serve the one that has reached down and held me in sleepless nights. I serve the one that has held me and said, well done, my faithful servant, in spite of. You continue to move forward. You continue to go forth. You continue to stand on the word and the promises of God for everything that you have gone through up until this point is for you just as much as it is for those you bring to him to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And hold it. And hold it. Because it is yours. Joy is coming. For your morning has come. Amen? Yes, ma'am. Amen. I believe that. And he is so real
7: in my life that I know that without him, I would not be here. And I know I I have to do what he's telling me to do and quit procrastinating. And I know
10: this, I know this. Thank you. I've seen you walk the floors. I've seen you walk the floors. Being torn. Should I do or should I not do? I've seen you walk them. You had no need to walk them. Stand with your feet planted and know that you are chosen. You were first called, and then you were chosen because you answered. And because you answered, all else follows. The blessing is on your life. Yes, ma'am. You have anointing because he said so, not because people said so. They recognize it. And before people recognize it, the enemy knew it.
3: Yes.
10: And he sought to destroy that very thing. Oh, no, 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 no. A diamond will cut glass easily.
5: Yes, ma'am.
10: That you are. So, shine. be not devil-minded for a man that is devil-minded can receive nothing. Yet you are supposed to receive all things. Amen? Yes, ma'am. That's right. So That's right. hold up your hands and say thank you. And right now while I have your attention, I want you to close your eyes, put your hands to your side, and I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose, blow it out through your mouth like a whistle. You feel the weight coming off, in through your nose, out through your mouth like a whistle, feel the weight coming off. And just say, thank you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings to you, my sister. Love and mercy and grace I send to you. You got this. Thank you. you are in the right place.
3: Thank you so much. I appreciate
10: that, Miss Sandra.
3: Always. <laughs> I needed that, too. Thank you. You're so very welcome. It's yours for the receiving. Yes, yes, yes. And he's
2: telling me right
10: now to tell you and don't shrink back. That's what he's telling me to tell you. Don't shrink back. Because you thought about that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yes. yeah, He's he's showing me. So yeah, no, don't do that. And it's not me is him. So yes, don't shrink back, because you got this. Lean not to your own understanding, but lean unto his. You've been waiting for this moment. This is what he's telling me, that you've been waiting for this moment. And now that it is here, go forth. Be not weary. And well doing, that's what he's given me to give to you. You receive it,
7: yeah. I do. I receive it. Thank you.
10: In In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Love
2: blah blah. Thank you. Love you. Man, yeah, we're we not you. gonna be on here too much longer, but Miss Sandra, for the longest, see, I told you, Miss Janice, she used to come on here. We couldn't get her to turn her mic on, uh, to, to to turn her camera on. And then she started talking, and one day. Antonio knew before any of us did he just didn't say nothing one day she was talking to somebody I was like Miss Sandra been hiding from us (laughs) she been hiding (laughs) it's something Miss Sandra said that I want to tell everybody because I've had this conversation a couple of times once with my grandmother who has passed away but I do still speak to her and then it was reiterated to me and now I get why
3: Because Nassandra just said it again and I, I get it now. We are protected. Hear me. We are protected. We move in fear. Well, we don't move out of fear because we think we're exposed. But when you are doing what you were told to do, it comes with the protection. It started because I go visit my grandmother's grave
2: quite often now. And there are times where I'm pulled to go see her. And there was a time I wasn't, and my chest got real
3: tight. And I heard in my, I heard her voice, don't you ever do that again. There are in certain beliefs
2: and in certain traditions, you don't walk into a cemetery without protecting your crown. And I didn't have protection. I didn't have a hair wrap. I didn't have anything to protect me, so I didn't go. And I heard loud and clear, don't you ever not do something because you don't think you're protected. I will always protect you. Later on, I understood that that wasn't my grandmother, but that was God using my grandmother to give me a message. And so I'm going to deliver that message to all of you. So great a crowd of witnesses. So great a crowd. The next
3: step you take, know, trust. Believe you are protected. Every fear that you have is not your battle. You are protected from that fear
2: because you're walking in the direction you're supposed to be in.
3: You are walking in the path that you were ordained by God to walk. Jerome, have no fear when you take that step and do this
2: podcast and talk to those kids because you're protected. Miss Janice,
3: have no fear. Because the moment you hit record, you're protected. Miss Sandra already know I don't even have to, she
2: knows she's protected. (laughs) Miss Tawala,
3: you are protected. Have no fear. The next step you make will be in peace. I don't even I ain't even got nothing for you, RC, because you just you just go. You you just
2: do it. You don't care. Cause you know, you like Miss Andrew. You already know. You just gonna do. When you have been through That's so much stuff, you have to fight through stuff,
8: you don't you have a sense of knowing you don't care anymore. And when you know it's not for you, you don't have anything to prove. When you show up, you show out. Some you don't need anything because God is gonna walk before you.
3: Come and
8: on now. I see you. Because I might be short, but guess what? Every angel that I touch and communicate with stands above seven feet tall. And they always surround me and they always look down. And I'm protected. I communicate. And I'm saying this now. Deanna, me and you are connected for a reason. I didn't say anything. But that's why I said continue to talk, speak, and meditate do herbs, grow, do all of that. Because I was waiting to this moment to tell you this. Don't put your gifts to the side because you think that's not the season, that's not the time. You have to keep doing it, walk through it. Even though you might be scared, you don't know how this functionality works, you are equipped, you are equipped for the job. I just want
2: to say that. Thank you. I know when the Holy Spirit say shut
3: up. I wish I should. Grace, you're protected. No matter what you do, just take a step. Just take a step. That's all it is. It's
2: real. real. <laughs> Frida walked out on faith. She got a whole compound. She has walked out
3: on faith. Tyrell, he has walked out on faith miss shelly miss knows she miss knows she's protected too she knows miss brenda you do too we all question it but you know too monica is on a whole nother plane i can't begin to tell y'all and and i didn't not Y'all want what Monica got. And, And not in that way, but she, if you
2: ever sit in a room with Monica, you instantly just feel at peace. You instantly go into
3: relax mode. Because around her, that's the energy she has. She, she'll
2: she walk. I bet you she can walk in the room and anybody in that room that's feeling a certain kind of way, the moment they
3: interact with her, they're like, oh, okay. And they forget about everything else. Dolores is in her gift. A, a lot of opposite shows up for Dolores.
2: Yeah. Her and the babies. <laughs> a lot of opposite shows up for Dolores. But Dolores is in her gift. Miss Shelley, I don't know why, but I want to call you Aunt Shelly so bad. I don't know why. I just want to call you Aunt
5: Shelly. Feel free. You deserve it. You, you earn it. <laughs> call me whatever you like. <laughs> it's the definition she. I want to call her Ladybug.
10: <laughs> Queen <laughs> Ladybug. <laughs>
8: and I told her what's the name I call my daughter,
1: Ladybug. And you I
8: got
2: her lady home, Ladybug in my phone, Ladybug.
5: Call me whatever you like, Miss Beyond
2: thank you aunt shelly jamal jamal is the brother everybody needs. he ain't going to sugarcoat nothing for you but he know he protected too he take a step every day not in fear he take a step like man i got this y'all going on over there leave me alone i got this i'm i'm going to get to know al i like i like the name uh, it's it's like <laughs> i love the name it, it you purposely have to be joyful when you say ayo because it only brings that. And Antoine,
5: that's what it means, joy. T- come on.
2: <laughs> joy. Come through yeah. now. Come through. <laughs> and Antoine, Antoine, y'all gotta watch Antoine. Antoine is he's the one. He know he protected and he moves inside. So if you ever want to know what Antoine doing, just watch and he will show you. But I want all of y'all to know you protect it. No matter what you do, you protect it. We have a tendency because we're not, we are in survival mode at all times. We are in survival mode at all times. Now it's time to move outer survival mode into trusting mode. Trust your God. When he tells you, you are protected, you are protected. So take that step, move forward. Don't worry about what's gonna come your way because the opposite has to show up. Those family members have to come to you and tell you how wrong you are. Those customers have to come to you and say they want a refund. Your friends have to come to
3: you and do that you know, it was good, but that has to happen. The opposite has
2: to show up because if the opposite didn't show up, you wouldn't know if you was on the right path.
3: Even the, the opposite showed up for Jesus. What you, you, do you honestly think it's not going to show up for you? It took me a long time
2: to figure, out, to figure that out. We hear about the, the miracles and the blessings and, and everything from Jesus, but we never sit back and actually read in between the lines. He sat there. He, he went 40 days, 40 nights. But you, did, you, did you forget about the conversation he had with the serpent, with, with, with the devil that came to him? Like, you, 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 Jesus can't do that. Do you know how much you have to trust your God to not fall
3: into your ego? Oh, it's a lot. Trust me, it's a
5: lot.
3: You are protected.
5: Just like they say, if you don't have haters, then you're not doing, you're not doing well. Come
2: if you on. don't have
5: no haters, then you you're not doing well at all. There you go. You must have haters. Then you know, like you said, you're on the right path because they hating. <laughs> so if you have oh, no haters, then you're not on the right path. <laughs> There you go. It's all part of what what he what God said.
10: I am preparing a table for you
3: before your enemies.
10: It's you the go. truth.
3: There you go. And people have to fall off. If
2: I remember, Uncle Jerome, help me make sure I got this right. He sent was it Abraham. He sent. And he told Abraham whatever you wherever you can see is yours.
6: Yeah, wherever you put your feet. And he was mean.
2: supposed to, right. And he was supposed to go by himself, right? He wasn't supposed he to. Take yep. Get yeah. out of
6: here. Leave, he, leave. him and go. But
2: yeah. he took somebody with him, right?
6: Well, he had, I mean he had his regular family, but he wasn't supposed to bring anybody else. So,
3: yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what? he didn't tell him. Yeah, he, he didn't right, tell him right, where
5: he was going. He brought his cousin a lot or something mm-hmm. with him. He wasn't supposed to bring. Him. I think it was Lot. His yeah.
2: His nephew lot. And he wasn't supposed to bring him. Guess what? When the opposite occurs and these people start coming at you, that's cause you weren't supposed to bring them. Oops. You weren't supposed Antonio. to bring them. Y'all give me one second. This is Mr. Antonio calling I me. Make
1: Rail unit. outside of this place means so much to us see 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 we have people come in here and minister to us and say this and say that and do this and this and we are thankful for that but we have very few opportunities where we can share with someone mm. in such an intimate way when they come in here it's strictly to minister and and because they are here. Uh, 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 we uh, we have stipulations, and, 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 and we don't. They don't have
0: the time. That's why God That's used Mike. Room. That's why God used Mike exactly. to change. Because we was running this podcast like a prison.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. That is that is God <laughs> from the <tomorrow. laughs> God from